you to go ahead and open your Bibles to the book of Psalm and chapter 67. Psalm chapter 67, and while you're turning there, we'd like to welcome our radio audience. This is Brother John Lybrook, pastor of the Emmanuel Missionary Baptist Church at Old Town. That's just inside of Greenham County. Out of Carter County, you can get to us by taking Route 1 or Route 7. We do have a sign on either end of Laurel Road giving you directions to the meeting house known as Emmanuel. We pray that God will bless and His name will be lifted up in this house today. I've had a, already, a, like I said, a great morning, great devotion, a great time of Sunday school lesson, good fellowship, good singing. We pray now that God will be gracious and continue to bless with the reading of His Word and the power of God's Holy Spirit to rest in this house. One of the greatest things I believe a man of God needs to have in, in his understanding and with his arsenal should be the dependence upon the Holy Spirit. There's too many today who have forgotten all about the work of the Holy Spirit. And Brother Jim is going into a, a great teaching here. We pray God will just continue to bless it. But, you know, without the Holy Spirit's presence, without His power, without His enabling and awakening the lost sinner... There will be no salvation. That's the reason why we pray for God's Spirit to be in this place. It's the reason why we pray that God's, God's house would be filled with that Spirit. We pray that even this morning that souls may be saved and the saved may be brought closer to the Lord. Truly the message I have today out of Psalm 67 is a message that should resonate in the hearts of each and every hearer of our word. To the saved, it ought to make you rejoice. It ought to lift up your hearts, realizing that God shall bless us. You know, as we look at Psalm 67, we understand also that God shall bless those who come unto Him. Bless them with salvation. Bless them with forgiveness. Bless them with the means by which to be saved. Number one, that is to be quickened by the Spirit of God. So we pray that that happens even today. Psalm 67, beginning at verse 1, the Bible states, God be merciful unto us and bless us and cause His face to shine upon us. Selah. That word selah just simply means think about it. I want you to think today about this first verse of Scripture. You're asking God to bless. We have a promise from God's holy word that He shall bless. And that's what we look forward to. We look forward to God's face shining upon this house this morning. Upon every inhabitant that has come into this place to worship in spirit and truth. The Bible goes on to say in verse 2 that thy way may be known upon the earth. Thy saving health among all nations. Let the people praise Thee, O God. Let all the people praise Thee. O let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For Thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon the earth. Selah. Let the people praise Thee, O God. Let all the people praise Thee. Again, we see from the psalmist here, we see the one who is 
even now, calling people's attention to praise God. Praise Him. How do we praise Him? We, we praise Him more with the inner heart, the inner being of man, the soul, the depths of our understanding. That's what we praise God with. Oftentimes it is, we go through the emotions, we go through different motions, and, and we never consider the God of heaven. Oftentimes it has been a place just to get away from the, from the hustle and bustle of the world, a place to come in and sit quietly. And a lot of times people don't even realize that God's in this house. You know, I, I know that we that have gathered here today in the Emmanuel Missionary Baptist Church have that thought. It's something that I've, that I've said for nearly 19 years. That somewhere in this place, God is here. For where two or three are gathered in my name, He says, I'm in the midst. And I want you to know today that He reads the hearts and minds of every individual that's in this place. That's a reason why the psalmist here states, you know, we think about this, this song that has been sang here. He says, praise God. Praise the Lord. Verse 6 says, then shall the earth yield her increase. And God, even our God, shall bless us. When? When we're praising Him as we should. Folks, that means every last one of us today. The Bible states here that all the nations, in other words, all the peoples of the world, should come to this place and worship. This place of worship. It's a place where our minds go to, to praise God. The Bible says if we do this aright, Verse, seven, verse 6 says, Then shall the earth yield her increase, and God, even our own God, shall bless us. God shall bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear Him. That word fear there is a, is a word denoting respect. It is denoting worship. All the earth is called today to worship Him. Why? Because salvation belongeth to the Lord. And I pray that it comes to this house this very day. Our most gracious and divine Heavenly Father, Lord, as we bow before Your throne, we do so with thankful hearts. Dear God, already knowing and understanding that You're in our midst, You've heard the songs of praise, the preaching, the teaching, the time of devotion. You have witnessed the fellowship of the saints. And Lord, how even today we understand that you have viewed our hearts and minds. And Father, I pray today that the fact that we're here to worship you, Lord, will open up the blessings of heaven upon us. 
We might see souls saved and the saved brought closer to you. Father, I'm praying for that one that's in this house today who has questioned the salvation of the Lord. I'm praying for that one that's in this house today who's been made aware of the fact that they're lost and undone and they need a blessing from heaven. A blessing that has been promised to all who will come unto thee. So Father, today I pray that you will open up the windows of heaven upon this house. That you will pour out blessings that this house can't even contain, nor our homes. Blessed beyond measure. And Lord, forgive us our sin. In Jesus Christ's name, and amen. Emmanuel, to our visiting friends and our radio audience. Our message today comes forth with much hope to all people. To the lost and undone, it provides the hope of salvation. To the saved and redeemed, it provides the hope of restoration and joy. Both peoples who sit under the hearing of this word today have the blessed hope that our God, shall bless us. So what crosses your mind this Lord's Day when you began to contemplate these thoughts? What emotions arise in your breast at this very moment? In the depths of your soul, what are you thinking about right now? Are your thoughts, will God bless me? The first thing I want us to think about today, that, uh, and I really need your, your undivided attention because this is one of those things that a lot of people have, and it's fear. There's a fear of rejection. There's the fear of no hope. There's the fear of, uh, of what if. So does fear overwhelm your thoughts this morning? Maybe that's what's arrested your attention today. The fear of, He won't accept me. The fear of, He won't forgive me. Fear does not allow hope. Fear overtakes all. It takes care of all hope. It overtakes all hope of rescue. Fear will not allow you to believe that God will bless you. Fear says that you have sinned too much. Fear says you could not possibly be the one that God's Word is talking on behalf of today. That's what fear does. In Psalm 67, verse 1 through 3, the Bible says, God be merciful to me, or unto us, and bless us, and cause His face to shine upon us. Selah. And again, that word simply means think about this. Consider this thought. That God's face is going to shine upon you today. God's blessings is going to 
flow out from this house today and overwhelm its, its inhabitants. It says in verse 2, that thy way may be known upon the earth. What way is that? The way of the Lord. Man's way is not going to suffice. It's not going to give you peace. As a matter of fact, it can only fill you with more and more fear. Just like the individual who claims, preacher, I pray and hope I've done enough. You know what that tells me? He's filled with fear that he hasn't. Preacher, I pray that my, my bad is outweighed by the good that I do. It tells me that he's afraid that maybe, perhaps, he has not done enough good to outweigh his bad. Verse 3 says, Let the people praise thee. O God, let all the people praise thee. Here in our text, the Word of God says, God be merciful unto us and bless us and cause His face to shine upon us. I don't know about you today, but I pray that God's face shines upon this little house here. I pray that God's face shines upon every family that's represented in this house, not only today, but those that are not able to be with us today. I'm praying that God's face will shine upon the, each and every individual. I'm praying for souls to be saved. I'm praying for the saved to be blessed. I'm praying that God would just overwhelm each and every one of us today in the, in the very depths of our being, that God will overwhelm us. Fear has reared His pale face up and said, God will not be merciful. Is that not so? Is that not what fear has told you this morning? That God will no, in no wise be merciful unto you. You have done too much. He will not bless. He will not show His kind countenance towards you. That's what fear says today. Fear says He won't accept me. Fear says I've done too much. Fear says I've put it off too long. Fear says that there's no possible way. But listen, God says, I'll bless you. Fear destroys the hope of ever seeing God's bountiful blessings. Back over here in Psalm 66, the Bible states in verse 16 down through verse 20 here, Come in here. Has not this pastor always brought to your thoughts? Listen, come in here. Come and see what God hath in, in behalf of, of the people. He says, Come in here. All you that fear God, and I will declare what he hath done for my soul. All you that have respect for the God of heaven who understands that there is a God in heaven who is demanding today that He be worshipped and praised and, and reverenced. You see, when you, under, when you have that understanding, you fear God. You know what I'm saying. You have respect for God. And the Bible says this, I cried unto Him 
with my mouth, and he was extolled with my tongue. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Listen. Fear, fear today is, is, is always reminding you of that little thing that's in the back of your heart right now. That little sin that's in the back of your mind right now. Fear is always bringing it up and saying, God will not bless you. Look what you've done. Look at what you've done. That's what fear says. Fear raises up his pale face once again and he cries out unto you, there is no way that God will forgive you. It's always back there, isn't it? But verily, <laughs> listen to this. Verse 19 of Psalm 66, the Bible says, but verily God hath heard me. He hath attended to the voice of my prayer. Folks, I want you to know something. The Bible states it in Romans in chapter 10 very plainly that those that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Shall be saved. Am I going to have to tell you what to say? No, your heart's going to tell you. Your soul, your being's going to cry out for God. Forgive me for I've sinned. It's inevitable to those that are saved. The one thing that they must do is call out on the name of Jesus. The one thing that they must have happen to them is that they feel the overwhelming weight of sin and the fear that God will not forgive. And then they call upon Him and they say, He's heard my prayer. He has forgiven. The Bible goes on to say in verse 20, Blessed be God which hath not turned away my prayer nor His mercy from me. You see, when you defeat fear, you finally understand what salvation really is. As I've said, fear has always stated to you that there's no possible way that the Bible's talking about you. That's what fear says. Listen, this is what it is to overcome fear when you do it as a repentant sinner. Our text states, God be merciful. That's what it takes to see God become your God. You have to come to a place where you understand that God shall bless His children. Psalm 66 or 67 and 6, the Bible says, Then shall the earth yield her increase, and God, even our God, shall bless us. That tells me that fear has been overwhelmed with faith. Tonight I'm, I'm going to be, God willing, going to be preaching a message on faith. The joys of faith. You know what? One of the greatest joys of faith is our salvation. 
One of the greatest joys that you'll ever know in your life is when fear is overwhelmed with faith and salvation becomes yours. You're no longer asking the question, why not me, Lord? Why not me? Will you not forgive me? You see, Psalm 66 or 67 and 6 declares an elimination of fear and hope sprang up in its vacuum, even our own God. Romans in chapter 10, again, one of those great portions of Scripture I like to turn to occasionally. And I want you to think about this now. In verse 8, the Bible says, but what saith it? Listen, if you're here today and you don't know the Lord's your Savior, you're still lost in your sins. Listen to what the Bible says here. Listen to this pastor. Listen to this old preacher. Listen to what God says here. He says, what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Why do we preach the word of faith? Because it's the only means of salvation. The gospel message. You'll never be saved without receiving the gospel message. And you'll never receive it without faith in Jesus Christ. Verse 9, the Bible says this, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. There's nothing else. There's nowhere else to go. There's nothing else that you can do. Listen, the Bible states it like this. This is the way of salvation. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. It's that outward appearance of faith as we, as we have come to Jesus. We're, we're ready to explode and let everybody know, I'm saved by the grace of God. I'm saved. For the Scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on Him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon Him. That's the reason why the Bible states in Psalm 67 there. Calling for all the world to lift up their voice to God. He shall bless. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You know what it takes to call upon the name of the Lord? It takes faith, amen? It takes faith to, to call on Him and whom you have not seen. And it takes faith to hear that. But I'll tell you this right now. I want you to know this. That the man who will simply come to the Lord Jesus Christ believing, faith will be issued. The Bible says in, in verse 17 of this text that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. 
This is how you receive faith, by hearing of God's Word. This is how the Holy Spirit takes that Word and moves upon your heart and causes you to believe something that you never believed in before. And it changes everything about you. It will make you call out upon Jesus. How then shall they call on Him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe on Him in whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Don't let fear keep you from knowing the God of heaven and His saving grace this morning. Don't let fear stop you in your tracks and say, well, He's not talking about me. There's no way. That's only fear. That's only the devil. And that's, what he, that's where He holds you hostage, right there with fear. Fear of not being accepted. But I'll tell you this. He says, all who come unto me, I will in no wise cast out. That's the ever last one of us. That is offered to everyone who will come unto Him. He says, I will in no wise cast you out. I will not. I will not forsake thee. You know what? That's one of the greatest gifts that the sinners ever received. It's a promise from the Almighty. And you know what it does? It relieves all the fears. The fears that I cannot, I cannot make it. Listen, I, I'll tell you the truth about it. If that's what it was left up to, I'd be scared to death because I know I couldn't make it myself. I know I couldn't live it. If that's what it took to get to heaven, I knew I couldn't be perfect. That would cause a great deal of fear in my life. That's a reason why those that go by works, try to go by works, are always filled with the fear of not knowing. Listen, the Bible says there's a way to know. In 1 John, the Bible tells us very plainly that you can know that you have eternal life. You can know it. And it relieves all fears. Fear cries forth and says, Will God bless us? Will God bless me? Up until now, He has left me. He's left and let me be. Will He indeed bless me? Why not me? You know, maybe that's run through your mind. Maybe that's something that's run through your heart even now. Why not me? Listen. Come unto Him and He'll show you that it is you. Have the hopeful signs of the past only let you down? Have you been disappointed because of fear? I refer you to Luke chapter 12. In verse 32 where he says, Fear not, little flock. Fear may put up many counterfeits. 
only believe and fear will disappear. Now, secondly, I want you to think about this. Are you robbed of joy because of low esteem? You know, many are those in the world today who feel that they are insignificant for God to even bother with. I've heard people talk, God isn't concerned with me. Look at where I'm at. Look at what's going on in my life. God does not care about me. There again, we're dealing with something that is of the human mind. That's what our mind says. That's what we, that's what we feel. When all along, God cared enough for you that He sent His only begotten Son to die for you on the cross of Calvary. You can't say that God does not care. When you run through problems in life, when things begin to implode upon you, you cannot say that God doesn't care because He says, I'll give you my Son to take your place. Have you been robbed because you've allowed yourself to think that God doesn't care? But God will bless In Psalm 67, we go back to our text again. And I want you to think about this now in Psalm 67. The Bible says this in verse 5 down through verse 7. Now get a hold of this. Let, all, let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase, and God, even our own God, shall bless us. God shall bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear Him. God shall bless us, even our own God. This speaks of those who know the ownership of God, who have been touched by God. God, even our own God. These words should give you hope. That is why they're here today. To remove fear. Listen, God cares for His own. Matthew chapter 6 spells it out very plainly, I believe. There's nothing that God won't do for His children. There's nothing that He cannot give His children. And there's nothing He won't do for that one who will repentantly come unto Him. When He gave His only begotten Son, surely He'll give you all the blessings of, of life. Surely. Matthew chapter 7 tells us to pray and ask. You say, well... You plan the, you plan that name it and, and claim it uh, uh, preaching now? No, but I'm just stating the fact what God says. He says, "Ask and it shall be given." <laughs> That's a blessing to those who are not filled with fear. You no, know, there's a lot of things I've asked for in my life. 
There's a lot of things that God's blessed me with in my life. There are some things that I've asked for that God didn't bless me with. And now I look back and I think, thank you, Lord. Listen, folks, I want you to know this, that God cares for His children. God says, I will bless thee. I will bless thee. Luke chapter 12 and verse 32, the Bible says it is, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Not only will God bless you with salvation, but He will bless you with a bountiful supply, all that you need, and even some of the things you want. <laughs> you know, I look at that from time to time, and you know, people always say, you know, talk about, you know, God doesn't give you your wants. Well, yeah, sometimes He does. <laughs> sometimes He does. But one thing for sure, He always gives you your needs. You know why? Because you've overcome fear. You've overcome the low esteem of yourself. Listen, don't think so low of yourself. God thought so much of you that He sent His Son to die for you. Lift your heads up. God shall bless His children. Don't think that God does not care for you. It's evident that He does. He gave His only begotten Son to pay your sin debt. And then He promised that He will always provide and care for you and He'll never leave you. John chapter 1 and verse 12. The Bible says, But those that believe. You see in verse 11, He came to His own and they wouldn't have Him. But those that received Him, to them gave He power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on His name. Have you received the Lord Jesus Christ today? Has there ever been a time in your life when you were filled so much with fear and anxiety over your, over your condition that it drew you to Jesus? You see, that's what conviction does. That's one of those lost doctrines that Baptists hardly ever preach on anymore is conviction. You're never going to be saved till first of all, you see what you are before God. You'll never be saved until you see the blackness that you are before the holy God of heaven. And then realize that even though your sins are marked so markedly that God sent His Son to pay for them. To cover their sins with His own blood. Tell me that God won't bless you. He will. God will bless you. John chapter 3 again, verse 16. Brother Jim said, I, I do. I love, his, I love to bring this out. I believe just about every sermon I preach, I try to get John 3.16 in there. For God so loved the world. That He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. That shall not perish eliminates fear. 
Come unto Him today. Now lastly, I want you to think about this. Know that those who come unto Him shall not be disappointed. Back in, in Psalm 67 again, the Bible states here in verse 6, Then shall the earth yield her increase. And God, even our God, shall bless us. Have you come unto Him today? Has your heart been made aware of the fact that, listen, that you need to be saved by the grace of God? He says, come unto me and I will in no wise disappoint you. I will in no wise put you away. You come to me and I will forgive you all your trespasses. Not only are we blessed by becoming His child, but we are promised unmistakable blessings. In Psalm 68, we're right here close. The Bible says this beginning at verse 9. Thou, O God, didst send a plentiful rain, whereby Thou didst confirm Thine inheritance when it was weary. You know, when you're weak, that's what this human body is. It's weak. Our minds are weak. Listen, all because of sin. But He's going to send the blessings. And that's what the rain speaks of here. That's what the water speaks of here. Listen, He's going to send down the bountiful blessings upon those who, were, who are weary and heavy hearted. He says, come unto me. I will give you rest. I will give you rest. Thou, O God, didst send a plentiful rain, whereby Thou didst confirm Thy inheritance when it was weary. Thy congregation hath dealt therein. Thou, O God, hast prepared of Thy goodness for the poor. The Lord gave the word. Great was the company of those that published it. Kings of the armies did flee and she that tarried at home divided the spool. Folks, today, God's Word offers so much hope for the fearless because the fearless live by faith. Matthew 11 again and 28, He says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Are you heavy laden this very morning? Maybe you're laden down with the oppression of sins past. And you're afraid that God won't forgive you. God says, I'll forgive you. Now cover your sins to its fullest. Fear causes us to run away. Faith bids us come. Fear is only filled with anguish. Faith fills us with confidence. Fear says He will not. When faith says He's already done it. God shall bless us. God shall bless all those who come unto Him. Has He spoke to your heart today?
Listen. In John 6, I'm getting ready to come to a close. I just have a few more scriptures here and I want you to bear with me. But John chapter 6 and verse 37, the Bible says, All that the Father giveth me shall come to me. And him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. Are you afraid that you can't keep it? God's got it. Are you afraid that he won't forgive you? He says, I'll forgive you. Down in verse 35 again in John chapter 6 here the Bible says, And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. And he that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Folks, that's satisfaction. That should give you confidence today. Maybe right now God's speaking to you. Maybe at this very moment, God has God has spoke to your hearts, and He's and He's and He stated unto you, "You just come to Me, and I'll show you. I'll relieve all your fear. I will relieve all of your doubt. Because you see, when faith is used, there is no fear and doubt. No longer can no longer can it abide where where faith is." God shall bless His children. Are you today in a position where you need to be blessed? Listen. He simply, simply states it in a way that each and every one of us can understand it plainly. He says, come to me. I will give you rest. That's the blessing that He's offering to each and every one that's in this house today. Even to us that are saved by the grace of God, there's times when we feel vulnerable. There's times when the devil really rakes us over the coals. How can God bless you? You know, I've often thought that about me. How in the world can God bless me? But God looks down and gives reassurance to my heart. And he says, but my son, I've forgiven you. That's how God blesses each and every one of those that come unto him. With a reassuring thought, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. I will bless you. May God bless is our prayer. Let's all.